Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. morning White Sox fans. This is the Sox Machine's White Sox wake-up call for Friday, May 18th. I'm Josh Nelson. On Thursday nights, the Chicago White Sox give away shirts and it was Ricky's boys don't quit. Fortunately, the team held up that mantra for another night as the White Sox started an eight-game homestand off on the right foot as they beat the Texas Rangers last night. 4-2, scoring all of their runs in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs. The rally started with Yohan Makata hitting a laser down the right field line that was for sure going to be extra bases. As Makata was rounding second, Nomar Mazzara lifted his hands up in the air to say the ball got stuck in the wall. Makata kept running anyways all the way to home, but the umpires agreed with Mazzara and Makata ended up with the ground rule double. Rangers pitcher Jose Leclerc would get Mikata to third with a ball in the dirt that got away from catcher Robinson Chirinos, but Yomer Sanchez hit a chopper back to Leclerc, and it appeared the inning was over. But for some weird reason, Leclerc played it slow and whipped an errant throw right down the right field line, allowing Mikata to score and Sanchez to reach second. Now, 2-1, to one, the Rangers intentionally walked Jose Abreu to face Nicky Delmonico. On a 3-2 slider, it appeared the pitch cut the plate in half and was in the strike zone. But umpire Paul Newart, who was close to pulling the trigger, decided not to, giving Delmonico a walk and the White Sox a break, loading the bases. Now facing Matt Davidson, Leclerc did get ahead, but this was the 2018 Matt Davidson he was facing, not the Matt Davidson 1.0 edition that would swing wildly at breaking pitches low and away. Instead, Davidson watched those pitches go by. Leclerc walked Davidson, scoring a run, and the White Sox were tied 2-2. Rangers manager Jeff Bannister replaced Leclerc with Kevin Jepsen, and after the pitching change, got himself thrown out for arguing the non-strike three call against Nicky DeMonico. 
Nevertheless, the game tied 2-2, and it was up to Wellington Castillo to be the hero. On a 0-1 fastball, Castillo hit a liner to right center, scoring two and putting the White Sox ahead 4-2. Nate Jones came in the ninth for another chance to earn a save. You might remember his last attempt, where he gave up four runs in the ninth inning against Pittsburgh that cost the White Sox a win. Even though Jones hit the leadoff hitter and allowed a single to Chirinos, he was able to get Delino DeShields to swing at a slider for strike three, ending the game. Lost in the late inning madness was how good James Shields was. In seven and a third inning, Shields only allowed three hits, one earned run, walking three batters, but having eight strikeouts. Shields' ERA is now 4.88 as he is finding himself a groove. Hopefully, he can keep it up. With the win, the White Sox are now 11-29 and 4-15 and and at home. Tonight at 7.10 p.m. Central Time, it will be Carson Fulmer on the mound against to be determined for the Texas Rangers. Last night, the start was supposed to go to Cole Hamels, but Hamels had neck stiffness, and Doug Fister was bumped up a day. He pitched very well against the White Sox last night, throwing seven scoreless innings. For Fulmer, well, what can we really say about Fulmer's recent starts? It will either go surprisingly well or predictably bad. He has yet to get past the fourth inning in his previous two starts in the month of May and only lasted one and two-thirds innings in the loss against the Chicago Cubs. Hopefully... Fulmer has a good night to keep the momentum going for the White Sox from last night's win. If you are looking for a pick to click, may I offer Yoan Mikata. He was 3-4 for four last night, and since he's come off the disabled list, Mikata has been crushing the ball. If it's a bullpen day for Texas, it could be a big night for Mikata. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central Time on NBC Sports Chicago, or you can listen to the game on the radio at 7.20 a.m. WGN. In the minors, while Ricky's boys weren't quitting in Chicago, neither were Ryan Newman's boys at Birmingham. The Barons were down 10-5 at one point in the sixth inning and found themselves down 11-8 in the ninth. But Trey Michalczewski, yes, that Trey Michalczewski, hit a three-run walk-off double as the Barons played four in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat the Montgomery Biscuits 12-11. Mielczewski was 3-for-5 with the double. He also had a triple in the game and had four runs batted in. He's hitting 299 on the season. Recent minor league signing Johnny Giovatella was 2-for-4 with three runs batted in. Sebi Zavala broke his slump going 3-for-4. And Zach Collins was 2-for-4. Eloy Jimenez was 0-for-4 but had a sack fly in the ninth inning. The Barons are now 19-21 on the year. Charlotte drops to 15-24 as they lose to Toledo 3-2. Charlie Tilson was 2-for-4 with a run batted in, and Patrick Leonard was 2-for-3 with two doubles. Jean-Marc Gomez and Xavier Cedeno both threw scoreless innings in relief, and they also had two strikeouts apiece. Gomez's ERA is 1.31 on the year, and Cedeno's is 1.23. You know... Just in case if the White Sox decide that they need to further bolster the bullpen. Kannapolis lost to Hickory 5-3, but they received some exciting news yesterday from White Sox general manager Rick Hahn. Carlos Rodon will be making his first rehab start with the Intimidators on Saturday. 
It's not clear on how many starts Rodon will get with Kannapolis, but the expectation for Saturday is Rodon will be pitching at least five innings. If the White Sox follow the same path as last year during Rodon's rehab starts, he'll make them in North Carolina to limit travel as he'll pitch for Kannapolis, Winston-Salem, and Charlotte before joining the Chicago White Sox. Speaking of Winston-Salem, they were rained out tonight. Scores around Major League Baseball. Justin Turner drove in five runs as the Dodgers blanked the Marlins 7 to nothing. The Dodgers are still nine games below 500 despite the win and they're 17 and 26 while Miami's now 16 and 27. The Pittsburgh Pirates keep on winning, edging the Padres 5 to 4. Pittsburgh is 26 and 17 on the season while San Diego drops to 17 and 28. Chris Davis hit his 13th home run of the season. As the Oakland A's smack Toronto around 10-5, both teams are 22-22 and as the A's arrow is pointing up and the Blue Jays' arrow is pointing, I'm not sure, but the drum beat to call of Vlad Guerrero Jr. is getting louder. Manny Machado now has 14 home runs on the season as he hit a home run in the ninth inning, but the Orioles came up short again, this time to the Boston Red Sox, 6-2. J.D. Martinez hit his 13th home run of the season for the Red Sox, who are now 30-14, and while Baltimore is 13-30. and So the White Sox don't have the most losses in the American League. Huzzah! The Phillies are 25-16 as they score five runs in the 8th and ninth inning, combined to beat St. Louis 6-2. The Cardinals are 23-18 on the year. The Cubs and Braves were washed away, and the makeup game is scheduled for August 30th. That will do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Sox Machine, for our latest content regarding the Chicago White Sox. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play Music stores, and help support the show by signing up to be a friend of the podcast at patreon.com slash Machine. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening to White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.